Welcome to the Irresistible You podcast. This is the place to get a dose of empowerment to create the life you crave and deserve. I'm your host, Amy Beltran, CEO and founder of Irresistible University. Through my signature online group coaching program, I teach women just like you how to ditch the body image issues, gain confidence, and lose the emotional weight to look and feel irresistible at any size. If you would like to learn more about my program and see if you're a good fit for enrollment into Irresistible You, please schedule a free confidence clarity call at irresistibleicing.com slash call. The link is also included in the show notes. Welcome back to this week's episode. The title of today's episode is Should I Weigh Myself If I Know I Gained Weight This Week? All right, this is a juicy one. I know this is something that you guys question a lot, and it's something that I used to struggle with, and I'm going to share even some of my current struggles with this question as it relates to my life situation at the moment where I'm, you know, as of the time of this recording, I'm 31 weeks pregnant, and obviously I've gained weight because <laughs> that's what happens when you're pregnant. And this came up actually last week. We were doing one of our live group coaching calls inside of my program, Irresistible You, and one of my dear lovely clients asked a question about if she should get on the scale or not. And what was really interesting is that when she asked the question, she prefaced the question by sharing all of these amazing choices that she made over the week that she would have never made before she joined the Irresistible You program. And then she proceeded to ask me, you know, should I get on the scale this week? Because I just, she said, I just know the scale is not going to reflect the results that I want. I I have a feeling, I I just, I feel like the scale is going to be up. Even though I made some good choices, I think the scale is going to be up this week. So, That's what we're going to be diving into because I know for a lot of you, that's a question that you struggle with. You struggle with your relationship with the scale, which ultimately it's not about your relationship with the scale. It's about your relationship with yourself. So let's go back in time for a little bit and I want to share a story with you. So there was this time where um, I was, you know, in my room, I was getting dressed and I was just feeling myself like, you know, those days where like, I don't know, like there's those days when you're getting ready where everything just flows. It's like makeup is flawless. There's no mistakes. It's like hair is on point. Hair is flawless. Um, My outfit, I was rocking it. It was fierce. I was like, yes, girl, like, you know, you look good today. You are on point. You got this. Like, I felt so good about myself in that moment. And so then my high self-esteem ass, my high, you know, my confident high self-esteem ass decides, you know, to go downstairs because I'm getting ready to leave the house. And as I went downstairs to grab my things, I saw it sitting there because at the time my scale was actually in the kitchen and I kept looking at it and it was calling my name and I just had this overwhelming urge to get on the scale to see what it would say. 
And I don't think I realized this at the time, but it was like I needed that validation that I did look good. I wanted the scales validation that those feelings I was having in front of the mirror were valid because the relationship I had at the time with myself and the scale was that if the scale is going up, I am not a good person. If the scale is going up, I am a worthless fat piece of shit. If the scale is going down, obviously I'm a good person. I'm amazing. I'm confident. I'm irresistible. I'm, you know, got it going on and I'm doing all the right things. I'm making good choices. Because I completely allowed that number whether it goes up or down, to determine my self-worth. That's how I used to be. And when that scale spit back a number that I didn't agree with, that I didn't love, because it was up, it was just like snapping my fingers and all of that confidence, all of that high self-esteem went right out the window in that moment. And then I started beating myself up with all the inner fat bitch chatter saying, you know, how could you think you look good when the scale is going up? You're so ugly. You're so fat. You're so disgusting. See, you're always going to be like this. You're never going to be the woman that you really want to be. You're a failure. Blah, 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 right? We've all been there. And you know how that inner fat bitch just, I mean, you just take a beating with all of that self-talk. And you know, that is how I lived my life for most of my life until I got my stuff together and really decided to change my life and also the relationship that I had with myself and the scale and my weight. Because this one particular day, just for whatever reason, really stands out to me, but I know there were countless other days just like that, where I allowed the scale to have all of the power over me. And no matter how good I was thinking about myself, the minute I would see that number, it didn't matter anymore. Because I wanted and needed the scale's validation. Because I didn't have my own validation. Because I didn't have that relationship with Amy, with me. So, there was this other point um, early on. So when I really decided to change my life, to stop the yo-yo dieting, to stop, you know, waiting on the weight and all of those things, I tried a lot of different things before I ended up where I am now. I tried a lot of different techniques and concepts and things before I arrived at the way that I teach other women today. And One of the things that I tried in my journey was I decided, you know what, if I'm going to let the scale completely have control of my life, completely dictate how I feel, whether I'm a good or bad person, whether I made good or bad choices this week, then I'm just going to go to the other extreme and I'm going to stop weighing myself altogether and I'm going to break up with the scale. And I'm going to not weigh myself anymore. I'm just going to go by how I feel. And when I did that, I ended up gaining, I think, like over 30 pounds or something like that. Um, I just decided I'm not going to track my food anymore. I'm not going to weigh myself anymore. I'm going to just 
see how I feel. But the thing is, you know, that may work for some people. I don't think for a lot of people, especially when you have, you know, been a chronic yo-yo dieter, an emotional eater, I don't think that's a very um, good, that's not a good compromise in this situation, right? So that just didn't work for me because when you come, excuse me, when you completely go scale free, then you have no built-in accountability and you have no awareness of where you really are. And so I don't know that, you know, probably this might surprise some people. I don't know if it will, but I am actually not a fan, nor do I recommend ever throwing out your scale and to stop weighing yourself altogether. That is not how I, that's just not something that I believe in. What I do believe is that the scale is a tool. It's one tool in your toolbox. It's one metric. It's one number. And it's just a number. It's not the number. It's not the defining number that defines everything you've ever done in your life, right? So, you know, I think instead of saying, well, fuck it, I'm just going to throw my scale out. I'm going to stop weighing myself. I don't want to face the music. I don't want to deal with this. I don't think that's healthy either. I think we have to change the conversation and the relationship that we have with ourselves about what the scale means. And so one of those things that we have to do is we have to accept and recognize that the scale is a valid tool. The scale is just that. It is one tool in your toolbox of many other things that you're going to use in your weight loss journey. It's not the end-all, be-all thing to measure your success. So that's one of the first things. And so I think, you know, a lot of times as women who struggle with weight is that you tend to put all of your power into that, that scale and so it's like, well, when I was losing weight, I was so happy and I was doing this. And then I, you know, this thing happened or COVID happened and I've gained back 30 pounds and I don't know why. And, you know, you just give all your power over to the scale because if it's going down, you're good. If it's going up, you're horrible. And that is what we have to break. So it's, it's recognizing it's a tool. It's also for you to stop giving. You're just like, hell yeah, I'm going to like give all my power away to this inanimate object sitting in my bathroom or sitting in my kitchen. And I'm going to let this inanimate object define everything that I've ever done good in my life. I need all my validation from an inanimate object. And when you look at it that way, like you realize how ridiculous that sounds, right? So for me, I am a fan of and my recommendation is always to weigh in once a week. If you're on an active weight loss journey or whether you're trying to maintain, I fully and firmly believe you should be weighing in once a week for a couple of different reasons. Number one, it gives you a sense of accountability, meaning here's what happens. When you decide, I've had a really shitty week, I overate this week, I just know the scale is going to be up. And then you make the decision that I can't possibly face what that number is going to be. 
So rather than face the music and own my actions and be accountable to myself and continue to build the trust and confidence in myself that I will do what I say I'm going to do, I'm going to just say fuck it and I'm going to ignore it. And when you do that, you are not taking accountability for your actions. And when you do that, you're also making the decision, I'm okay to stay in denial about what the real problems are. Rather than to look at the scale as this accountability tool, not the tool, but one tool to say, okay, the scale's up this week. Let me take a really hard look at everything I did this week. What was I eating? What was I doing? Was I on my period? Was it really hot? Was I eating a lot of sodium? Was I getting in enough exercise? You know, was I getting enough sleep? Was I drinking enough water? Like you get to sit there and you get to have this just look at what you did or didn't do, not in a way to like beat yourself up, not in a way to belittle yourself, not in a way to validate the inner inner fat bitch going, yep, told you you suck. This is why. But it's to be accountable. Because one of the best ways to change the relationship with yourself is to do what you say you're going to do. And when you do what you say you're going to do, you build trust in yourself. And when you build trust in yourself and the relationship you have with yourself, you build confidence. And for so many of you that have started and stopped and started and stopped and started and stopped to the point where you just believe, if I ever get on another weight loss journey, I just know I'm going to fuck it up and fail. The reason you believe that is because you have never done what you say you're going to do. So why would you trust yourself? Because you haven't held yourself accountable to your actions. And so I believe in weighing in once a week for that accountability to be able to just look at it as data, look at it like you're looking at a spreadsheet at work. You know, every month, every week, I'm running numbers for my business. And, you know, I can't afford to get emotionally attached to those outcomes. If I get emotionally attached and decide to beat myself up every time the numbers aren't where I need them to be, I can't show up and be the boss ass bitch that I need to be to grow this business. And it's the same thing with weight. If I can't just look at the numbers, look at my actions, and then make tweaks and decisions, I can't show up like a boss-ass bitch. And that's who I need to be in my life. So when you don't weigh in and you're like, well, I'll do it next week, here's what happens. Now you have zero clue what has really happened. You don't know if you've gained because you made the assumption, right? Let's just recognize that for a second. This story that you tell yourself, it's usually never as bad as it really is in your head. 
but you have created this elaborate dramatic like you bring the drama with this stuff you have created this elaborate dramatic story about how you have just gained and like so, so like when you I know this is like true for me it's like I could be down 50 pounds and all of a sudden because I went out of town for a couple days apparently I've gained back 40 out of the 50 pounds in a weekend like come on that's not even physically possible, <laughs> right? But this is what we do. We make up these ridiculous stories. So then we just decide that we can't face the music. We can't deal with our emotions that are going to come up with this. So I'll just stay in denial and I'll weigh in next week. Well, now, because I don't really know where I am, I don't feel that... Um, I don't feel that sense of accountability or that, okay, you know what? The scale was up two pounds this week. Now I know what I need to do better this week. Because I don't have that nudge, that kick in the ass, you know what happens. Well, this won't hurt. Well, this won't hurt either. Oh, fuck it. It's the weekend. I'm just going to do whatever I want. Now I'm really scared to get on the scale. And I would go through that cycle where then it's a week, it's two weeks, it's three weeks, it's a month. Now it's six months. And it's like, oh, shit. Oh, I've gained 40 pounds. It's COVID's fault. Right? How many of you right now are doing that? You are blaming your weight gain on COVID-19. And I've said this in so many episodes, y'all. It has nothing to do with COVID-19. It has everything to do with you. And your inability to show up for yourself and be accountable because you would much rather stay in denial about what the real problems are. And the real problem isn't that you gain two pounds. The real problem is the inner fat bitch chatter and conversation that you're avoiding by not getting on the scale in the first place. That is the problem. So the real problem is that you don't have an unconditional loving relationship with yourself. That is the problem. That is what we work on inside of my program. It's not about the physical weight. It's about what you make it mean. It's about what you make the extra weight mean. That's why you avoid the scale. And when you avoid the scale, you're also making a decision to not be a self-aware person. And inside of my program, and if you have my free worksheet, you know that the, some of the, what some of the guiding principles are. One of the guiding principles, number one, is called break the rules. And break the rules, the thing that we are working towards when you work with me is radical self-awareness. And you cannot live as a radically self-aware woman unless you are willing to get your ass out of denial and to stop zombie walking through your life pretending like weight just finds you. Oh, I gained weight because, you know, I was doing so good and the gyms shut down. Oh, really? Because the gyms shut down, you couldn't do something else. Do you know what I did today? It was sprinkling outside, I do not feel like getting a three-year-old dress, getting the dog outside every single day when I am like eight months pregnant. I'm struggling, y'all. So guess what we did? We did laps around the house. Stop making excuses. 
and start finding solutions. Because I promise you, if you want to go eat cupcakes bad enough, you find a way to do it. If you want to go out with your friends and eat a full course meal with bread and appetizers and a, and a meal and a dessert and drinks and all the things, I guarantee you find a way to justify it to yourself. So quit making excuses and start showing up, taking accountability and being self-aware of what you're doing and how you're thinking and how you're feeling. And so that's why I recommend you've got to get on that scale once a week. Number one, for accountability. Number two, for self-awareness. And number three, for course correction. You're going through the numbers, just like you're doing at work, looking at a spreadsheet, and you're going, okay, here's the areas that I could make some changes. And to also say, you know what? I did everything right this week. But... My period's coming in a few days. Or it's been really hot, so I know I'm retaining water. Or, you know, I, I ate a lot of high-sodium meals the day before I weighed in. It gives you the opportunity to do that course correction and look at where you can make tweaks and where things, you know, like it's just... <laughs> The scale is not, getting on the scale once a week is not about determining whether you're a good or bad person or you made good or bad choices. And that's what you have to stop doing is you have to stop connecting the dots that, oh, because I gained weight, now I'm this horrible piece of shit and nothing that I've done up until now matters. Or it's also just as dangerous to ride that high, high, high when the scale is down. And you know what I'm talking about. It's okay to celebrate. It's okay to feel good about it. But when your highs and lows are so extreme, that is problematic. Instead, what you're focusing on, even when the scale goes down, you still look at the numbers and go, okay, here's what I did really good well this week. Here's where I can improve. And here are the actions that I took that I believe led me to this point. And I will tell you this, every single time in my life, and for those of you that don't know my story, I have been overweight since elementary school, okay? I have um, been, I had, think I started my first diet in like sixth grade maybe, sixth or seventh grade. And every single time, the scale would fluctuate. Every single time I had a huge weight gain, where I'm talking, holy shit, I can't believe I gained 40 pounds again. 50, I mean, huge weight gains. Almost 100 pounds right out of high school. I stayed in denial because I would not face the music and get on the scale. Every single time I had a dramatic weight gain, it is because one of the reasons, not the reason, one of the reasons is because I made a decision that I'm just going to stay in my little denial world and live in my fat girl entitlement to just eat and do whatever I please. And every time I decided to zombie walk through it, not face the music on the scale, not pay attention to what I was consuming, not pay attention to how I was moving or not moving my body, and to just completely say fuck it and zombie walk through it, that's when I would gain back the weight. 
And then I would act like, oh, whoa, oh, poor me. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. I can't believe I look like this again. And I would just, the dramatics, you guys. Like, I think about myself, and it makes me sick with how dramatic it used to be. As if it just happened. Oh, I'm such a victim. And I was like the, the queen of the victimhood. I don't know how this happened. I can't believe. It happens because you just make a decision to be in denial and zone out. And when you just start zombie walking through it, saying, oh, I'll do it next week. Oh, I'll start over Monday. Next thing you know, it's six months later. It's a year later. It's five years later. You got to wake up. Baby girl, you got to wake up. Like, wake up right now. You need a wake-up call. You need a sign. This is your sign. Get it together. It's not too late for you. Because facing that truth, facing that number, really is the first step to saying, all right, this is where I am. I'm going to meet myself where I am. No one else got me here but me. My kids didn't get me here. COVID didn't get me here. The layoff didn't get me here. The divorce didn't get me here. I got me here. And I am going to give myself some grace and some forgiveness that this is just where I am and it's okay. Because now I get to course correct and I get to make the decisions as of this moment in my life. I don't have to live this way. Because we can't stay in denial. If you stay in denial, if you stay in the zombie walking mode, you're never going to have the life you crave. And the life you crave isn't about fitting in a certain size. You might think it is because that's the story you've told yourself. But the life you crave is about you Coming out from behind yourself, it's about you ripping off the wet blanket, living unapologetically, living as a confident, fierce, irresistible woman who isn't afraid to ask for what she wants, who isn't afraid to create the life she wants, who isn't afraid to put herself first. That's what you really want. Losing the weight is like icing on the cake. Yeah, it feels good. You can physically do more things. You're more active. You can fit in the clothes. You you know, there's just all these other benefits too. But you have to also do this other work. Because for those of you that have gained and lost and gained and lost, you haven't ever changed the relationship with yourself and what it means to get on the scale. And it's like, the minute the scale starts, stops moving, let's say you get to your goal weight. Well, you've got to maintain that. So that new car smell, that excitement of seeing it go down every week, that's over. So now how are you going to fulfill yourself? How are you now going to get your high? Because you're not getting it from food. 
you're not getting it from the gratification of seeing the scale go down. So if you haven't worked on the relationship that you have with yourself and found the things that give you joy and happiness and fulfill you as a person, no wonder you keep gaining back the weight. Because there's this void, there's this black hole. You haven't created the life you crave. You just lost weight. But you didn't lose the emotional weight with it. There's a big difference. So one of the other things, and I tell my clients this all the time, and we talked about this last week, is that, you know, not only do I recommend weighing in once a week for the reasons we talked about, which are more... um, you know, the accountability, the self-awareness, the course correction, not being in denial, all of those things. One of the other reasons I recommend it, because she said, should I just not do it? And I was like, no, because if you don't get on the scale, you don't know where you stand. You're not taking accountability. You're not being self-aware and you can't tweak things. The other reason is because if you just decide to not get on the scale, You're losing an opportunity to have a conversation with yourself. You're losing an opportunity to change the relationship that you have about what the scale means. Because it's not the relationship with the scale. It's the relationship with you and what power you're giving this number, this scale about who you are. Because you're gaining your self-worth from a number. Even if, just like my story, you guys, even if you look in the mirror and you're like, yes, girl, you got, like, you got this today. Like, who is that? Because I want to know her. And the minute you get on the scale, it's like, take a balloon and just, you could have popped it. And that was how I felt. And that happened over and over and over again, where it's like, here I am feeling really good about myself. And the minute I would get on the scale, I'm just deflated and low And now I don't want to go to the party or I don't want to go to the event or I don't want to go to work and I don't want anybody to see me because, because look at this, because, oh my God, everybody knows you gained five pounds. Nobody can tell that you have gained five pounds. That's what I'm talking about. We create this ridiculous narrative, this story about, Oh my God, they're going to know my clothes are tight. My button's digging in my, in my skin. Everybody's going to know I've gained the five pounds. Nobody knows. So we got to stop that drama. So the reason you need to face that music as well is you need the learning opportunity to change the conversation about what it means. So instead of looking at it with dread or I'm just going to I'm just going to avoid it cuz I can't handle this today. That is you making a decision to not address the emotional weight. Because you don't want to hear the inner fat bitch beat you up about what it says. And that is what has to change. By learning how to redirect those thoughts, shut the inner fat bitch down. And you do that every single time you can get on the scale. And so I have to be very honest with you guys. So, you know, I've been doing this work for a long time now. I have a good relationship with myself. I don't, um, I don't gain my self-worth from a number. I don't gain my self-worth from, you know, whether I'm, I'm losing or gaining or whatever. But I'll be very honest with you. 
it's not like I don't ever have these feelings. Of course I do. I'm a human being. And being pregnant at the moment, um, at the time of this recording, I'm 31 weeks and I've gained 50 pounds. 50 pounds, guys. I gained 70 when I had my daughter by the time she was born. And getting on that scale every week, well, every month at the doctor, and now we're, we're um, pretty much up to weekly appointments here towards the end, you know, and seeing that weight go up, especially in the beginning when you're gaining, you know, rapidly, um, it does start to slow down a little bit. But when you're gaining that weight, even when you're pregnant and, you know, I was feeling this, you know, a little bit of anxiety before I would go to my appointments because I'm like, oh my God, it's going to be up. And I would just, and I'm still doing this. I repeat a mantra to myself before I even get on the scale because I know what I need to do to have that unconditional loving relationship with myself. And I just kind of tell myself like, okay, self, no matter what the scale says, it doesn't define who I am as a person. It doesn't change the good choices I've made this week. It doesn't change how I will feel about myself in this moment because in this moment, I actually feel really good about myself. I embrace my changing body. I embrace my pregnancy. I embrace that my body and I trust that my body is doing what it needs to do to make my child a healthy child. And this is just a number. It's one number, it's one metric in my entire portfolio of this pregnancy or of my life or my body or, you know, you tweak that to, to you and your particular circumstances, but I'm just sharing with you what I've been doing um, over the past eight months and what I did with my daughter as well because, um, you know, even when you've done this work, it doesn't mean the inner fat bitch never comes back. You just are equipped with the tools and the resources and the strategies to shut it down before it, you know, and so that you're not allowing this to run your life. And I'll get on the scale and I'll see that number. And I'm like, okay, this is just where I am. This is just where I am. This is just a number. This is just a number and this too shall pass. This is temporary. This is temporary because, you know, as soon as this baby comes out, I get to decide to take the weight off. Because I'll hear people say that too. Well, that's just, I gained all this weight because I got pregnant. And it's like, well, yeah, you gain weight when you're pregnant. But once that baby's out, that's now your decision whether you take it off or not. You get to decide what you do with that. Same thing, even if you're not pregnant and you're getting on the scale and the scale is up, here's what I want you to hear. Like, this is empowering AF to know if you want the scale to come down, nothing can influence that except for your decisions. And that is empowering AF. It's like your shitty friends, your shitty boss, your your shitty relationships, whatever. None of those people get to influence that number. You get to influence that number because you have full control over what goes inside your mouth. You and only you. 
So this is not about, well, fuck it, I hate the scale. It's going to make me feel bad. I'm just not going to do it anymore. That is you. It's called fat girl entitlement. It's called staying in denial. That is never going to serve you. That is never going to change the relationship that you have with yourself. That is not shutting down the inner fat bitch. That is just turning your back and ignoring it. And there's a big difference. What we want to do is we want to change the conversation. We want to change the thoughts. We don't want to just turn our back on her. That's not solving anything. And so it's about that. It's not about... You know, the scale is just this object that lays on the floor and collects dust. Why are you giving it all of your power? Why are you giving it all of your self-worth? You need to take control and show that scale and make that scale your bitch. You're in control. You get to decide how you show up. You get to decide how you're going to feel when you see the number. And one of the other things, too, that I will say, and it was so funny because my client, I was like, do you just, re-? I told her, I was like, do you just realize that you shared all these accomplishments just now? That is amazing. And she was sharing accomplishments that, you know, from working with her, I know that she wouldn't have been able to do, you know, a few weeks ago when she joined the program. So I was so proud of her in that moment. And I said, what you need to do Before you get on that scale, everything that you just told me that you did and you feel really proud of, you need to go journal and write that stuff down. And that's what I would encourage you guys to do as well is like, you know, are you going to have to do this whole thing every time you get on the scale for the rest of your life? No. But right now, when you would rather avoid it than face it, This is how you're going to get to the point where you can just get on there and go, okay, there's where I'm at. Cool. Here's where I can tweak. Boom. Moving on with my life. That takes the practice and the work of changing the conversation with yourself, changing the inner fat bitch chatter, making a list of all of the actions you took that you're proud of, and then also taking a look at, here's some areas I probably need to work harder at. Because let me tell you, denial is a bitch. And when you're a chronic yo-yo dieter, emotional eater, I know you stay in denial about what you eat. Because if you don't put it on your tracker, if you don't write it down, oh, I didn't, oh, I forgot about all that. Like, let's get real with ourselves, so we can build that self-awareness. We can build accountability and in turn build trust, which makes us become confident in our own bodies and our own skin. Those are the things that you have to start doing. That is how we change the relationship with ourselves. That is how we stop attaching our self-worth to the number on the scale. This is how you do it, guys. Didn't say it was easy. Because if it was easy, none of you guys would be listening to this because you'd already have it figured out, right? (laughs) But that is what I have for you today. Let's go chat and discuss all of this over inside of the free Facebook group. Type in Irresistible You in the search bar on Facebook and you will find the Irresistible You podcast discussion group. I also included the link inside of the show notes as well. And 
I also want to extend an offer to you guys as well because Tuesday night, Tuesday, September the 15th at 8 p.m. Eastern time, I am hosting a free masterclass where I'm going to teach you more of my secrets on how to look and feel irresistible at any size without relying on another diet. I will also be sharing with you inside of that training, I will be sharing with you more about my signature program, including some special offers and how you can work with me. So if you've been listening to the podcast, you're very interested in what it's like to work with me. You want to know more about the program. You do not want to miss Tuesday night. Make sure that you sign up. It is completely free to join. All you have to do is go to the link, put your name and email address, and you will get reminders to come to the training. This is happening live Tuesday, September the 15th. So if you are listening to this and it is past that time, I encourage you to jump on a confidence clarity call with me so that we can see where you're at, what your goals are, and if the program is a good fit for you. And you can do that at irresistibleacing.com slash call. Also, as a reminder, I would appreciate if you could head over to iTunes and leave a rating and review for the podcast. That is how you can help us grow our community, how other women can find us because they love ratings and reviews for their algorithm because it lets other people see recommended podcasts and that would just be amazing and such a great way to support um, me if you appreciate what we're doing here. So on that note, ladies, I will catch you inside of the Facebook group. I hope to see you on the free masterclass. We're going to have some fun on there as well. Until then, stay irresistible. Bye, guys.